Welcome to the Hardy Mom Podcast. Your health challenge, girl, I get it. Feeling anxious, depressed, don't you sweat it. You felt alone with Hi, no one to I'm go Jen Hardy, to. and I'm here to help you live the life of your dreams, even when you can't get off the couch. And today, oh, let me tell you, I'm not getting off the couch. I have COVID. And I'm here to tell you what to do if you have COVID and a pre-existing health condition. You know, the kind that people in the news make everybody a little terrified about. Because I don't want you to live in fear. I've talked to a lot of people lately who are living in fear. I even talked to a lady a few weeks ago who spent the last 680-something days inside her apartment because she's terrified of getting COVID. As someone who was told I would most certainly die if I got it, I'm here to tell you that is no way to live. And we're going to talk about that a little bit more later. But first, I'm going to go through my 10 steps of what to do if you have COVID and a pre-existing condition. Now, the first thing I'm going to say is if you're listening to this and you don't have it now, you need to get prepared, okay? Because honestly, preparing ahead of time is key. Now, if you have it and it's too late for that, we're just going to keep moving forward. We'll talk about all that preparation also later. Number two, stay calm. Focus on the fact that you're going to get through this. All right. We're very fortunate that the variants that are happening now are, are, they're more contagious, but they're not as bad. I can tell you that through my worst days so far, it's felt like a rough flu. And I've just stayed calm knowing that I was going to get better through it. And that has helped me a lot. The next step, number three, you're going to assess your needs in the very beginning and enlist help. So let's say you feel that tickle in the back of your throat. You have a little cough. You find out people around you had it. You're taking your test. You're not feeling bad yet. That is when you need to assess your needs. What the heck are you going to need? Find out. Tell people, hey, the next few days. I'm going to need some meals. I'm going to need this. I'm going to need that, whatever. They can drop stuff outside your door. Don't wait until you are too sick to ask for help because then you'd be too sick to ask for help, right? Um, Number four, you're going to do the asking. Okay, so you've assessed your needs. Now you're going to do the ask. Okay, number five, you're going to rest. You are going to rest as though you're trying to stay out of the emergency room. Okay, if you've got a health condition and you've ever had to go to the emergency room, you know, those hours before when you're kind of teetering on the edge, like, okay, no, if I just, you know, if I just rest, I take my medicine, I'm going to be fine. Okay, I want you to rest like that. Don't wait until you are so completely exhausted to give yourself permission to take a break. Okay, because as much as this is better than it was before, it, you know, it's still tough on your body. So, you know, rest up. All right. Number six, you're going to drink fluids. Um, I can speak from personal experience. I am not thirsty. Uh, the thought of drinking fluids makes me nauseous. But I know that if I don't drink them, I will end up in the hospital with dehydration. So you're going to drink and you're also going to eat those healthy foods. Because even though that bag of chips is super easy to open and eat, chewing on that apple, even though it takes a little bit more work is what your body needs, unless you're allergic to apples. Yeah, don't send me that message. But you know what I mean? 
grab the healthy things. And that goes back to um, when you're asking, um, I know when I reached out and asked for help, what I said was send me some healthy foods I don't have to prepare at all. I can just grab what you brought. And that uh, there was a few days where that's been really helpful. All right, number seven, you're going to find things that make you laugh because it really is medicine. Laughter really does. I mean, it helps you so very much. There's even a book on it. And it's called Laughter, A Scientific Investigation. It's on Amazon, written by Robert Provine, P-R-O-V-I-N-E. Check it out while you're just sitting there, right? And um, you'll learn why it really is good to laugh. It, it releases all these great endorphins and all this stuff and helps you stay positive, which you need. Number eight, the opposite of that is stay away from those things that upset you. Like uh, Googling all the horrible things can go wrong when you have COVID. Um, don't do that. You've already got it. You've already read. Don't, don't do more. You just, just focus on getting better. Okay. And don't talk to those people that are like, oh, you know, you have whatever. So COVID's going to kill you. Yeah. Don't talk to those people because it's not a thing. Okay. I mean, for some people, but like a very, very low percentage, way lower than those scaremongers want you to think. So don't talk to them. Okay, turn off the news about these things. Your focus is on getting better. All right, because you are going to get better and tell your story just like I'm telling mine right now. All right, now number nine is wait. Waiting is hard. There's actually, I don't know if you know Elephant and Piggy books. There is an Elephant and Piggy book, and it's called Waiting is Not Easy. And that is true. Okay, especially when we're talking about like hour upon hour of binging to where there's nothing even to binge anymore. Um, but you need to do it. Okay, let yourself rest and just wait. And when you do start feeling better, you're going to go slowly and wait to do big things. Number 10, the big number 10. Girl, I need you to have some faith. Okay. Because uh, without faith, we have no hope. And we need hope. You need hope to pull through everything, right? I mean, even the littlest thing can really get us down if we don't have faith and hope. So I can pull you through the darkest times. So I need you to lean in on that. And the last thing, okay, and this this is especially for people that are not sick, okay, like not sick with COVID. If you have any kind of health condition or if you have children, period, you don't want to hear this, but you need to make some serious plans. Like not because if you get COVID, you're going to get really sick and you know, whatever, but because, you know, someday you might have to go to the emergency room and you need a plan for your kids. What would happen to them if you were rushed to the hospital or, you know, do you have written plans for who would take care of them? Cause people need that in writing. Do you have a schedule of like their medicines and allergies and activities for just in case this right now, while you're listening not when you're driving, like when you get home, sit down and make those plans. If you have any questions on how to put all that kind of thing together, send me a message at hardymom.com slash contact and let me know because right now I'm actually building some printable packets so that you can just print everything out that you need, fill it out, and then heaven forbid something happens. Everybody knows what to do for your kids, for you, for your house, whole shebang. So just let me know. All right, so now to my COVID story. And I've got to tell you right now, I am so thankful I have COVID. Yep, it is true. I am thankful I have it now, not two years ago. Two years ago, my doctors all told me that I would die if I got it. 
So, you know, the first three months back around March, 2020, I stayed inside. I even Clorox my groceries as they came in. I made my husband change out in the garage. Like it was, it was wild. And then a few months later, I started going to the grocery store. And then for that whole first year, the only places I went were to the grocery store, doctor's offices, and the pharmacy, which means that's all my kids did too, right? And one of my sons has anxiety. It's like bad anxiety. And he was terrified. He really thought we were all going to die. So he'd wake up every night to check us to make sure we were all still breathing. So my husband and I made a decision about a year into this whole thing. And that was that for us, COVID no longer existed. Now we live in Florida. We can freely live our lives. And so we decided to do that. And I have to tell you, it has been great. Now you do have to understand we have been careful. Okay. But we've been living again and we never got COVID until now. For us, it just, it couldn't exist because we had to keep things emotionally okay for our family. Okay. And we discovered life was a lot better for us too. We had not realized the emotional toll that living in fear had caused all of us. And the more people we talked to, the more we realized they were all feeling that way. COVID anxiety is a real thing and it is, it's just taken its toll all over the world. I talked to someone a few weeks ago who hasn't left her house in over 680 days because of fear. Think about that. 680 days inside, terrified and alone. So for me personally, if I don't get out and live my life, I'm going to end up spending time in another kind of a hospital. And I am not making fun. I, I would literally end up in a psychiatric ward though, if I could not get outside and live and be with humans. I I crave it. I need it. So it was a choice, like literally one hospital or the other. And so we made the decision we did to live carelessly. Oh, okay. Let me backtrack. <laughs> to live carefully, but fearlessly. Okay. That's a very important correction. Okay. We are living carefully, cautiously, but without fear. My husband and I decided that even if we got really sick from COVID, we needed to live our lives and enjoy what we have every day. We live on an island paradise. We were looking at it from all within the windows. I mean, we might as well could have just been watching it on a TV screen. So we had to get out there and really live our lives. So we've been doing that for the last while. And about 10 days ago, I went to this podcasting conference. And I have to say, it is the best thing I've done in years. I got really, really sick eight years ago. That's what started the whole blog and the podcast and the coaching and everything. And I've, I've honestly never been my real true self since then. Until last weekend, I found myself again in a sea of 1600 people. I rekindled the joy I've been wanting to share with you, the joy I knew I had and that I really thought I was living, but it wasn't fully back. And right now I am full of joy. I'm also full of COVID <laughs> and my family's been scared because I might get worse or worse. But today, sick with COVID, I am fully alive. 
And I learned the tools of the conference to grow my podcast, my business, and most importantly, how to share these tools with you to help you find your joy that I'm experiencing right now. Okay, the last 72 hours, I have been in bed, probably 71 out of those 72 hours, and I am more full of joy than I have been in a decade. I want you to experience that with me and you can, and we're going to get you there. So how to do that? We're going to unfold that later, but I want you to know part of my COVID experience, okay, is that when I got home and I found out I was sick, I reached out and asked for help in the very beginning when I just felt like, Oh, you know, maybe I'm just tired from the conference. Uh, And then I took a test and realized it was a little beyond that. I started reaching out for help then. And I have been building a support system, okay? And it's been hard. I moved to a brand new place, literally on an island, away from my family, away from my friends. But we knew that this sea air was going to be the best for me. And it's the choice that we made. And then COVID hit, you know, making contacts. I'm sure you know, like, that human connection, it it has really been tough the last few years. But I worked at this retreat and I'm on this retreat team right now. My husband's on the men's one and we reach out to these people that we've only known for a couple of months. And so I, I'm going to, I'm going to ask you if you are feeling like I'm alone and I'm scared and I don't have people, my family doesn't help, then I'm going to implore you to get outside of your comfort zone and you find your crew. And it might be like with me, I found this podcasting crew, like they are like family and I, and I'm not late naming their name here because that yes, that's where I got COVID. I don't want people to associate them with a negative thing because they are awesome. So you can like message me, I'll tell you all about it. But and I've got this great group at church and I want you to find your crew. So what are you into? What do you love? Find other people that love that thing and they are going to be your crowd. They're going to be your support. And I felt awkward reaching out to these women that I've only known for a few months. I did, but I was like, Hey, I need food. You're my local people. Can you help? And they did. And the men, our air conditioner went out Oh my goodness, while I was gone. So my poor husband, he's already dealing with massive health issues. I got two kids with special needs. They're here sitting in the heat. These men came, they brought fans, they brought a portable air conditioner. You can get people to help, but you have to ask and you have to be willing to reach out maybe to them or to somebody else. And you do the same thing. You make a plan. If you're healthy right now, who can you help? even if you don't have anyone to help you. I want you to find that other guy that doesn't have anyone to help them either. And you help her, okay? You bring her a meal or ask to watch her kids for an hour or do what you can do because this is how life works. You can call it the golden rule. You can call it biblical. You can call it karma, whatever you want to call it. But we do for others what we what we need and it will come back to us. And that is humanity, right? Because it doesn't matter what side of the fence you are about anything, but we can all work together as people. And I really, it just, just people have just exploded love in my direction over the last few weeks. And it has been so amazing. And I want to share it with you so bad. I want you to have this because I know how hard it is to be alone. Okay. So I want to first and foremost, I want to thank you for 
of forgiving my voice and my loud breathing and the crude editing of today's episode. I do have COVID after all. And I also am going to ask you to forgive the fear and the politics and the garbage that's been separating all of us as people and as women and as moms and as whatever group you identify with, because we all have like 15, right? But we are all humans. And I want you to live again your human life and however you can do that safely and comfortably, because no matter what happens, you only get one life. And whatever your mask views are, I want you to love those on both sides because we're all human. And whatever your immunization views are, I want you to love those on both sides because we're all human. And whatever your race or your color or your religion or your whatever, I want you to love everyone because we are all humans. Because as much as I don't embrace the fear, I know the survival rate for humans. So I don't live every day as though it's my last. I'm going to live every day as though it's my best. And I'm going to live every day soaking up every opportunity I've been given, even when I can't get off the couch. And I hope that you will too. I want you to join me and message me, hardymom.com slash contact. Let me know what your takeaway is from this episode. Let me know what you're doing to help somebody else. Let me know how you got through COVID. What was your secret sauce to getting through it so that you can help other people and I can share it. I so appreciate you taking the time to be with me today. I know how valuable your time is. I hope that you have a blessed day and I look forward to talking to you next week. Tips and tricks here that will help you. There's advice from experts and interviews. Find time to be with your kids and family. I can help you get it done easily. So premenopausal or postpartum, all stages of womanhood, girl, we've got them. I've been there, I've done that too, with a hearty mom podcast. Yeah, I'm here for you.